Really quick shout out to our sponsor, guys. Anchor is the easiest way to make a podcast. Anchor gives you everything you need in one place for free, which you can use right from your phone or your computer. Creation tools allow you to hit record and edit your podcast so it sounds great. They'll even distribute your podcast for you so that it can be heard everywhere. That's Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and many more. You can easily make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. So download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Jessica clashes with Pat McCann. Ken Carey throws up the deuces to the mayor. And do Angela and Jessica finally reconcile? Hey, this is the Pearson After Show. Let's talk about it. Let's go! You're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz... (laughs) How are you doing today? I am doing amazing. All you AfterBuzzers out there, thank you for joining us. This is a... Another great evening. Hope you guys are enjoying your evening. Um, we are talking Pearson, Season 1, Episode 3, The Union Leader. Ooh. You see how I said that with my voice? Like, <laughs> I keep it slow. Um, I'm your host, Tanir Williams, um, and I have my co-host. Yes, Jackie Nova. Ah, what a episode this was really heavy amazing and we are going to get into all of that yeah. we have a great show lined up for you guys including uh special segments you're in contempt where you guys tell us um you know what who's in contempt for this show who is just making you mad with what they did or said i know we're going to have our own opinions so definitely we'd love to hear hear you guys chime in on that we're also going to have some news and gossip as well as show predictions. So uh, we have a great one. A lot to get to tonight. A lot to get to. So let's just jump right in. Um, But let's start with overall thoughts. Um, I'll I'll start with my own. Look at me. I'm giving myself the old... uh, (laughs) Do it. Do it. Go ahead. Okay. I got the okay from Jackie. So my overall thoughts, man, uh, a a great episode. Really moving things forward. I thought uh, a couple... A couple questions were, I guess, a couple questions for me were answered, and uh, really, you know, just I, I really love the the storyline of the uh, the union leader um, mm-hmm. in terms of how that all went down today, as well as Carrie. I kind of like the, the little um, direction side story that Carrie had going on, and um, going to be interesting to see how that how that storyline moves ahead. What did you think? Yeah, well, my overall thoughts was. I mean, uh, as I was taking notes, mm-hmm. and we had to actually stop and rewind a little bit just to kind of, it was heavy. You know, it's yeah. a lot of uh, city council talk and union talk. <laughs> and yeah, it was, it was, oh, I, I was definitely like, it was heavy. Yeah, for those listening, there was definitely a couple times in here where we were like, wait a minute, can we rewind that? Can what did she re- say? <laughs> How did, you know? Um, <laughs> So it was, uh, but it was good, you know, yes. and once you kind of understand what, uh, what was going on, what Jessica was trying to, um, achieve again, that Chicago, just politics, just going down, yeah. um, really enjoyed it. So, you know, I thought the, the episode was interesting cause we start off with, um, you see the scene with Jessica and Nick or Nick driving Jessica around. Yeah. She's trying to make a little bit of small talk and he's just kind of not really having it. He's just, mm-hmm. I mean, Nick is just very straightforward to the point like doesn't you know i mean part of it could be he doesn't really want to drive her around or really i don't think he fully trusts her but you know it was like he was like look here because she's just like what are you doing here and i mean what what is this and he's just like look you wanted the best 
here I am. I'm going to drive you around point blank. Right. Like, I'm the man to do it. Right. Just let's do this. I'm going to drive. But he didn't. Yeah, definitely. He did not want to have any conversation. Like, a little small. He was like, what are you doing? Right. What are you doing? Right. I don't want to have a small talk with you. Right. Like, just let's keep it 100% business. I just think he has a little crush on her. So he's You know what? Like, I'm glad oh, you he's said He's trying to block Matt off. I definitely feel like somewhere. You know, like when you're you're a little kid and sometimes like mm-hmm. like if you're a boy and you like a girl, but you like go and hit her and say you're like rough on her, you know, and it's like a weird way of, of showing like, hey, I kind of like you. Yeah. I think that definitely uh, Nick has a... Has a soft, not a soft spot, but I, I think, I think there's something there. Maybe yeah, he's it's just re- say, say, it's definitely may- a soft spot. You're a guy, you know. What's maybe up. he's just refusing right now to acknowledge it, you know, because of his his brother, his family, mm-hmm. like tough guy, like you know this and this. So, yeah, um, I think he's, and he's also. Um, <clears throat> he's never had a deal with a woman that strong and mm. that powerful. So he's just seen. He's a little, you know. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. He's like... Nick Whoa. is very much about the uh, street. He's I was going to say, <laughs> yeah. definitely the yeah. street, the uh, the male machismo, definitely coming out mm-hmm. in in the form of Nick. So, like you said, sometimes I think he's maybe taken aback by the way that you know Jessica handles things, the way she talks, and it's like, why yeah. is this woman talking? You know, type uh, thing. No. So, yeah. um, so after they have their, uh, so it, actually, it was even interesting because in that scene, as Nick's driving uh, her around, mm-hmm. she's like. Why are you driving past the mayor's office? I need someone who knows where they're going. And he's like, well, actually, I'm taking you to meet with Pat McCann. Jessica doesn't know anything about it. So she gets a little peeved. You know, right, like, what do, why do I want to meet with this crooked dude? Exactly. Why and the fact, that she, the fact that she didn't even know that she was going there, I think, is what made her like more upset. Because she yeah. had mentioned, she said, well, next time you, the mayor tells you... To take me somewhere, you make sure it's okay with me, you know. So I guess yeah. Nick was also looking like whatever, lady, you know. Like yeah, the mayor <laughs> is the boss. Right. You're gonna do what we say. So we get to yeah. so he drives Nick to meet with Pat McCann, mm-hmm. and this is really the crux of the episode. So there's obviously from last episode, you guys remember the alderman seat was uh, she retired. Um, you know, found her and uh, Jessica got her a cush job in some other county. So yeah. the seat is open. Pat McCann steps in. We already know he's crooked and he wants to get his own folks in there, mm-hmm. obviously, because if he can control what's going on in these cities or has people who are working with him, yeah. he can get things done. So they have, he, she has, uh, Jessica and Pat McCann have their little powwow. And yeah, she was not having that powwow because she was just like, wait, what? Betsy? That's who you want to fill the seat. Right. No way. Right. And we already, because it moves on forward, but we'll get to that. I mean, she's not a good egg. And she was just just the fact that he was pushing just to get, like, basically, you know, obviously, I don't think he's, neither of them had ever met, so I don't know they they knew how each other operated. So mm-hmm. I think McCann is just used to telling folks, well, this is what I want. This, Or basically, this is what you're going to do. Yeah. And Jessica's like, mm, I'm not that girl. You know, I'm not that woman. So yeah, there's a new sheriff in town. Yeah. That's so, Pearson. And he Get kind of, and it's funny because I think in a way, McCann kind of, 
kind of respects like okay you, you're gonna stand up to me a little bit and talk to talk but i'd still think underneath he's like yeah. but you still gonna do what i want you know and you know jessica's right there with him toe to toe he tells her this look i want like you said i want betsy sullivan to have that seat and jessica already i think she already knew like a little bit about her uh, or who she was like her background yeah and uh she's kind of like okay that's you know I guess at the time she just kind of took it all in, yeah, and obviously, just, yeah. you know, she, it's like I'll go, yeah. I'll go talk to the mayor about I, it. You I, know, <clears throat> I do like how they transitioned from that scene, which was so heavy, into the Angela scene at her apartment with the kids. Mm. And I mean, it was a very short, short scene, but it was powerful because it really touched Angela because her kids were like, "Are we? Aren't we supposed to move?" Like. Right. And she's so upset about that because you don't want to disappoint your children. Right. And letting them know that. And and, and them knowing that, like, they're going to have to move because they can't afford living there. Yeah. That's, like, that's embarrassing. So. And even backing up a little bit uh, before that was when they were even had to find, they had to find the mayor, first of all. Because, like, the whole, the first couple episodes, everybody, you know, Carrie's looking like, you know, where's the mayor at? What's going on? Like, uh, Derek. It was like, oh, you know, it's just one of those days. Um, I guess he's not in. Yeah. Jessica's kind of like, where is he? And so, you know, finally they find him at uh, at the playground. Yeah. You know, with his yes. kids playing. Yep, yep, that was right up, yep. And then she goes and tells him, like, hey, you know, just had this meeting with McCann. He wants Betsy Sullivan. And this is, again, you see the politics come in. And he's like, hey, I think, what was his quote? I can't die on the hill for everyone. So, <laughs> yeah. And Jessica's kind of like, well, yeah, that's where my family lives, though. Mm-hmm. And this lady basically is not going to have their best interests at heart, you know, going if she gets appointed. And the mayor's yeah. almost kind of like, hey, you can't win yeah. them all. Yeah, you know? and he said, he said this one thing where, like, yesterday was yesterday. And I wrote here, like, on my notes, like, what is he going back on his word? Mm. Because she, Pearson was mentioning, like, but that's not what you mentioned. And then that's why he was like, well, yesterday was yesterday. Right. Like, I think, you know, because he's got so much more problems going on in his home life where now he's a little bit distracted what's happening at the city. Oh, for sure. For sure. And uh, like you said, that's why I think Jessica knew, like, okay, well, I'm going to have to take this one. Yeah. And I'm sure the mayor wanted him to. Or wanted her to. Just go in there, you know, get this handled, get this. Because basically that's what she is. She's like the fixer. (laughs) You know? Yeah, she is. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you know, she's not mafia, but I mean, if you want to. If, you, if this wasn't a mafia movie, she's she's the mafiosa one. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So we see her after she leaves the mayor. She goes and meets with Betsy Sullivan, has a little um, little uh, little lunch with her, yeah. asks her some questions, and we come to find out Betsy Sullivan grew up in Hyde Park. Which well, is a, actually, right before oh. that, right before that, uh, Pearson and Yoli, the newest oh, executive yeah. assistant, she's so excited about doing her. She actually says, "I want." Dirt, I want the scoop right. on Betsy. Yoli was like, assignment. I'm right. so excited. <laughs> I mean, that's how I would be. <laughs> assignment, here we go. <laughs> exactly. And like, like you said, that's her first task to yeah. kind of really get uh, get in the good graces of Jessica. So she's yeah. like, I want to know everything about this woman. Right. And that's when it goes right into like, boom, she's at this restaurant with Betsy. And she's uh, Betsy's like flaunting that. She's employed a hundred former prisoners. Like, right. okay, lady. Which was actually <laughs> interesting because if she had told Yoli that she wants to know like a lot of this stuff, if you remember, they um, 
when she said, oh, I've employed like over a hundred like convicts or whatever. And Jessica was like, I did not know that, you know? Mm-hmm. So I was wondering, it was like, oh, like Yoli, like maybe you didn't fully do your yeah, job. Yeah, <laughs> give her the briefing the way that she was expecting. So it was like, oh, okay. Right. But I did like how, how Pearson confronted her and said like ex-cons aren't allowed in the union. And, right. you know, Pearson, I, I, you know, definitely feels that she's racist and is not in favor of the community and not in favor of the mayor. So that was, I'm glad that scene existed because it really explained what was going on. Because especially as we're still in episode three, mm-hmm. it's new show. So it's like, oh, right. more unveiling. Right. More and characters. Was, and like you said, I think when Jessica picked up, the when she said that part about the, uh, the convicts, like, oh, I thought you couldn't employ that. I mean, I think that was just like her being quick on her feet saying, Oh well, I do know this and this. Yeah, even though I didn't know you employed them, but isn't that still illegal? That the fact mm-hmm. that you did do it, you know. Yeah, so yeah, I was like, man, you know, Pearson's quick, right? <laughs> um, she, yeah, she's good. She's definitely very good. That's why she's one of the best. So after yeah. coming back with, uh, you know, from that meeting, then she, um, like I said, tells Yoli. I think Yoli goes to. She's like, I want to know more about. You know, I, I want to know more yeah. about Betsy. What's going yeah. on? Well, so, Pearson actually, she talks over the phone, uh, and then she. Um, with uh, Pat, mm-hmm. and base, that's when she tells Pat again. That was a very short scene too, but I like that they interjected that scene in there because she mentions she's going to help pick candidates who are going to run, not you, Pat. Right. I no, mean, she is just boss. Right. Right. No, and, and you're right because I know she said like, yeah, and even her tone was very sarcastic. Like, yeah, that's not going to work. Like, she's not going to. You know? Yeah. And yeah. Uh, you know, they're kind of playing this kind of game back and forth, but you can kind of tell each of them's going uh, with their points going back and forth that. Uh, you know, hey, I'm not, I'm not going to stand for this, even mm-hmm. though I'm talking in a joking to- tone. You kind yeah. of know what I'm going for. And like you said, oh, yeah. Jessica's like still like, no, I'm going to get people in there who are actually going to care about the community and not there yeah. to serve your purposes. Yeah, because, I mean, she didn't move from New York and left everything behind to be in Chicago. She only went to Chicago to be with her family. Mm-hmm. She doesn't have much family. That's the only family she has. Right. So it's like she's going to make sure she has to do what she has to do to protect her family, to make sure the community is correct. So, yeah, she's telling him what's up. And how about the next scene with Carrie the Blonde and the photographer flirting? Yes, I I was doing that. I I, I saw that. I was like, okay, Carrie, getting getting your little uh, flirt on. Well, really, like you said, it was the the photographer coming, throwing the game, and she was so kind of thrown off, like... I'm sorry, what? Yeah, because she's so used to just being with the mayor that it's like she forgot that she's not on lockdown. This The mayor's not her boyfriend, mm-hmm. not her husband. So she was flustered, like, you know, she felt a little something. Right. I was like, ooh, right. yes, please. I think, And I think it was much more of that, like you said, like a guy coming up, kind of approaching her versus her kind of being in the shadows all the time, you know, type thing. So yes. I think, like you said, when she got that, even though she was like, oh, no, like, I'm good. But I feel like inside she was like, no, I definitely. No, know, I'm like, interested. And we see it a little <laughs> later on in the episode where, you know, it kind of comes comes back uh, comes back to her. So that's, uh, yeah, I was good. I was happy yeah. for, for Carrie. And, and speaking of um, 
Uh, actually, before we move into the, the carry, I think we have a little something for our that we want to tell our yes, after buzzers out there. Absolutely. Well, here at After Buzz, the way we do things is we can't do it without you. We love what we do, and we appreciate that you guys are also our host. And because of you guys is the reason why we're here. And please, the way we keep this After Buzz train moving along and chugging along is you subscribe, you thumbs up. You toes up. You do all kinds of comments. We comment back. And please keep sharing. Keep talking. Keep buzzing about us all day, all night. And thank you so much for making us the ESPN of TV Talk. We love you guys. Thank you so much. Thank you, guys. every single one of you. And for those listening by iTunes, don't forget to give us five stars on the the old internet machine. That's right. (laughs) iTunes, too, baby. Don't let's not forget about the iTunes. Definitely. So moving on with um, with Carrie's yes. storyline, like you said, so she gets kind of she not kind of she gets hit on by the photographer. Yes, Derek asks her, you know, oh, can you help me out? Um, do this like PR stuff. Yeah. Um, so one of them was doing the the modeling shoot. The other one was talking to the high school girls. <laughs> and uh, you know, at first she was very reluctant, didn't want to. You know, yeah. ends up going out and and doing it. And I think we see. I, uh, like you said, uh, kind of a little breakout for Carrie, uh, in this episode, because I think especially out of that, uh, the shell of, we've seen, like you said, we've only seen her in like work situation, lockdown stuff, battling with Jessica, you know, dealing with the mayor. Mm -hmm. And this was almost, even for her, almost like, I think a freeing experience. It is a freeing experience. Um, Oh yeah. And when she's talking with the, uh, the high school girls. Oh yeah. But let's not forget, um, just so that Pearson and Yoli, just real quick, they have like a little meeting, and Yoli uh, will get Pearson some and ready for her for her services. Like, I mean, she she just wants to get like all these names of the people that can be city council people. You see how like oh. how pumped she got with that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, she, and she kind of like overstepped the bounds on. Uh... Or I guess Jessica got a little upset with her on that, you know, when yeah. she suggested the names and she was like, who? Like, yeah, like, aren't you into Latin right, people? Right, Like, are and, and she's just like, and wait, are, I mean, you are Latin, right? Like, she almost was second-guessing. Right. <laughs> did she just learn Spanish in, like, college or does she, is she really a Latina? Right, right. Yeah, yeah. It, it's going to be interesting how that... Um, that relationship blossoms, you know, because yeah. right now I, you can tell Yoli's kind of the go-getter. Yeah. Um but she's still she's a little rough around the edges right yeah, now. Yeah, she doesn't so. really know exactly what she's doing. She just talks a good talk, but is she needs to now um, show what she's capable of doing and the things that she says. She needs to back it up. Right. But then, like uh, Pearson got that phone call from Lillian right shortly right after that. I, I just knew something was bugging Pearson, something mm. with her family. Yeah, and so they get the eviction notice and yeah. obviously that hit uh hits home uh, yeah. with Jessica. And um you know she speaks a bit has a meeting with Pat McCann about it and yeah. he's like, hey, you know what you gotta do, you know, because she kind of figures out his little scheme like, hey, this is why you want mm-hmm. um, to get in control of the unions because basically, obviously, coming down to the bottom line, profits, you know, she yeah. said it was gonna save them, I think, like 40 to 50 million yeah. in like labor costs. I was like, what? So, which leads us to the point of Jessica going to meet with the union leader, Frank Kramer. Mm-hmm. And Frank Kramer, real stand up guy, uh, not really. 
Yeah, he's budged by bribes. No, he doesn't care about money, money. any of that Mm -hmm. stuff. And I think when actually he was taught, when Jessica was talking to him in that meeting and she suggested, you know, hey, can you slip in some some non-union labor on some of your contracts or whatever, which is obviously something in the union world like you just do not do. You you just don't cross that line. Right. And because we don't know anything about union stuff. I mean, at least not like that. That's like so specific, like, you know, city council stuff. That's like heavy duty stuff. I was like, it's not like union sag after (laughs) us. Well, I mean, like you said, it's, it's interesting where. I, I think it very much is like kind of, uh, you know, unions get certain contracts and jobs and yeah. it's kind of like, you, you know, once you get in the contract, you don't hire non-union labor, which is probably usually cheaper right. than what the union labor is. Right. And so he was like, but I think the thing that struck her the most was when he was talking about how it was, you know, this, this is my family. We go to the, when, when someone's in the hospital, we go to the hospital and someone has a baby, we're all with the baby, you know, right. like I cannot cross these guys. And he's like, not one of them, you know? And I yeah. think actually when she saw that, she was just like, okay, this is not going to be an easy negotiation because no. this guy is not moved. Well, that's when she, she, she pretty much breaks down and she, uh, calls up her ex, Jeff, <laughs> Yeah, that's <laughs> she has a little vulnerable moment there. Yeah, because um, things aren't going correct for her. Right. They're just not. It's not as e- she actually confesses. This is not as easy as I thought. This is not. I don't like it. I can't stand it. I mean, she was just slamming being in Chicago. Like, I don't even think, why is this worth it? Because I don't even think my family likes right. me. And it was really, like you said, one of those <laughs> private moments that that's the private Jessica that no one gets to yeah. really see. No. You know, when she's breaking down like that because she's always got the strong front posted up. Like, you're not going to get in. You know, you're not going to break me down. But behind closed doors, it's like, hey, I'm still, you know, she proves I'm still a human yeah. and I got these emotions and feelings and she's missing him. And I think that the message actually ran out and she kept on talking, you know, afterwards for a little oh, bit. yeah. And just said, like, you know, I miss you, all this stuff. Oh, so man. I wonder how long, I don't know how long Jeff's going to be away, you know, mm-hmm. but um, he needs to come back and get his get his woman be like, let's get, let's get stuff together. Yeah. Know? Oh, yeah. Um, so yeah, she has that uh, that, that situation, um, and you know what was interesting was when she's going through how she's going to deal with this, and she has that little conversation with Nick when he comes in that night, and she's just like, you can kind of tell, like, I'm mulling over how am I going to get this done, and he said, you know, when it comes to family... He's like, there are no, what did he say? I forgot the, um, you do what you got to do. Yeah, you, you just know? do what you have to do. And she said, no matter what lines get crossed, he was like, doesn't matter no. to me, no. you know, what it is. And that's so, what I wrote. Yes, yeah, it's, it's it's the way it is. Yeah. So you're just going to have to do what you have to do for your family first. And which, so in the, you know, she kind of figures out, okay, she gets her plan together and she has a second meeting with her boy, Frank Kramer. Oh, yeah, but ooh, before she has that little second meeting, ding dong, ding dong, oh. who starts ringing the doorbell to the mayor's house? Right. Carrie. Right. Carrie got such a, uh, that moment where I guess she was like, well, really, we know it was when she was talking with the high school girls. Yes. And, she, and the girl said that, oh, you're my hero. You're my role model. Yes. Did you see her face? And I think that's what really hit Carrie was just the irony of you're my role model, you're classy, six, seven, all this stuff. And meanwhile, yeah. she's like, oh, my gosh, I'm cheating with a married man, like all this stuff. So I think it really just hit her that. I got to deal with this situation, you know, and the best thing for me is just not to be in this, you yes. know, in this situation. Well, so she even tells him because he's like, what are you doing here? And she's just like, I don't even know what I'm doing here. It's just that I don't I 
it's like she wants to keep revealing to him, like, like what's going on here with us? What are we doing? Mm-hmm. I don't want to be this person. This is not the person who I am. Like, I need to know what's going on. Right. And I totally understand her position. I mean, she she's younger than he is. She fell into this, like, you know, she, he probably lied up the wazoo saying that nothing's going on with him and his wife. And it's going to be a divorce, blah, blah, blah. And here's, you know, I mean, he reveals right. it's MS. And yeah. like, hey, her whole face was like, I'm so sorry. Yeah. And I think that also was kind of a kick in the face to her to be like, yeah, so this can't, like, we can't be doing it. Like, I got to deal with some stuff. And then it kind of really hits her like, oh, yeah, you're married. You have a family. Like, I'm not number one. Yeah. You know, you are definitely yeah. like the side chick right now. And mm-hmm. right now my mm-hmm. wife's going through stuff, so I got to go. So I think that hit her. And I think she knew. It was like, you know what? We just got to. I just can't do this, and especially when, like I said, old boy with the the photographer's like, hey, there's oh, people out there. Yeah, Luke, the photographer, can, he was just like, hey, here I am. <laughs> you know? So, yeah, that was a kind of, like you said, I, I think very a very uh, freeing episode for mm-hmm. Carrie, just being like, hey, let's, at least for now, I don't know what might happen, you know, a little later down the road, but for now, she's like, hey, I'm going to do me, get out here, yeah. enjoy my life. That's right. You know? That's right. So, um, but before all that, that's right. You were going to mention about Pearson and, uh, oh, the, the yeah. lunch with Carlo, you know, cause Jolie mentions in the office, I made a lunch, uh, um, arrangement with Carlo and she's just, I mean, with Carlo and then, right. That's when Pearson snapped because, like, why are you setting up meetings for me? You're not supposed to set up meetings for me. Mm-hmm. That's right. not happening. But that's because uh, she already knew about like all the shady stuff that was going on. So, yeah. So that's, then she yeah, eventually <laughs> gets over to, uh, like I said, which leads to her eventual um, meeting with Kramer, uh, the second one, I should say. Mm-hmm. And you know, she kind of goes in, and this is after her talk with uh, with Nick, saying like, "Hey, you do what you got to do for your family." So. Yeah. She obviously comes in, um, and in her first visit, you know, her the his son. What comes to what we turns out to be the union leader's son, like assaults her outside as she's leaving. Wants to get up in her business, gets a little rough. Right. Nick gets a little rough with him, mm-hmm. and um, so she Pearson uses that. Jessica uses that as you know, leverage. As leverage in the second meeting to get. To get done, you know, but yeah. she kind of hates that she has to do that. Oh, she can't stand that she has you to know. do that. Her stomach is cringing just the thought of doing it, but that's why she had Yoli scoop up what she had to scoop up, and that's why Yoli couldn't really accomplish that mission without Derek, and it's like, now they're working together, and Derek's like, yeah, so you need me. Right, Let's right. just say, you need, yes, whatever you want, Yoli was saying, just, I need this information, which was perfect golden information right. for uh, Ms. Pearson so that she can have leverage. Like, hey, look, I know that your son can go back to jail. He assaulted me. What do you want to do here? Right. He has no other choice because he's in debt and he made that real clear. So maybe the you know, the man that he used to be was the type of man that didn't need the money, but he needed the money. And he spilled those beans. Right? And and I think Jessica, like you said, uh, I'm sorry, the mayor, when they when she had the conversation with him, when he was like, well, he's not swayed by, you know, my, like you're going to have to find another way to get in there with him. So, I mean, the fact that she had to kind of dig and kind of stoop to that level to get the job done. But you saw after she had the um, 
after she gets the deal done, she calls McCann, says, hey, we, you know, we got it done. They're going to agree to yeah. it. Now you stick to your deal. Give my family the 90 days. And as soon as she finishes that call, she cries for, I mean, because she's probably just like, I can't believe I, you know. She, I have to tell you what, she's like, I cannot believe that I just stooped so low because this is not who she is. Yeah. And she doesn't, I mean, she doesn't have to, I mean, this woman is intelligent. She's witty and charming and educated. She doesn't, that's, that's like mafia stuff. Right. And then she's like, good Lord, I am so in... In the, the presence fact, of, like, you know, really educated people, but then we got, like, really messed up mafia people yes. that are just trying to take over. And she can, like you said, it's, it's interesting because she can play those games. Like, obviously, she went there and yeah. did it. But, like you said, just because she can doesn't mean she wants to. It's kind of like last resort. Like, man, and I think, actually, if her family wasn't on the line like that, would she have even gone down that road but it was just kind of like hey you got my back up against the wall you're dealing with my family they're gonna get kicked out she even has that conversation with her with her cousin angela Angela. because you know she eventually goes into her home and wants to let her know like hey it's all taken care of you have 90 days which is interesting which leads (laughs) me actually to the next point of their relationship the angela jessica pearson relationship Mm. because earlier when we find out that they're getting evicted angela comes home and Jessica's in the, you know, in the house or whatever. And immediately she just goes into, like, this woman's here, back, here we go again, you know, type yeah. thing. So you're like, man, just, like, sweating <laughs> her, giving her a hard time. After uh, Jessica gets the, um, you oh, know, yeah. tells him, like, hey, you have 90 days yeah, to, to get it like, done. Hey, yeah. She just totally softens up, like, hey, do you want to, you yeah, know. Just wait. Like just come in. They have a little bonding moment. Oh my god! I was She's like talking what? about her sons. Like they're so nice. You're just like, whoa. I couldn't okay. even believe that that she was just like. I was not expecting that. I thought that was really brilliant how they did that twist because it's it still new. The episodes they could have kind of held that out a little longer, but they were like, no, we got some more good twists and turns for you. We want we we need this family to be a little more bond bonded mm-hmm. so it was nice to and, see angela and to actually kind of <laughs> find out in. why why she was like that towards angela because you know when her mom when aunt lillian said um you know like what's your problem like she's just trying to help all this stuff yeah, and she said hey you used to call me when you had these kind of now you're calling jessica so you're like oh so she was a little like threatened like hey you moving it yeah you know (laughs) so you're like okay that's kind of and i kind of figured that's what was going on this whole time but i mean she actually came out and said it this time so you're kind of like okay and i think once they kind of they got through that moment you know and jessica kind of really helped them out with this 90 because you know you start talking about people getting evicted all the seven days like especially with kids i mean come on she's like you can't even move it you can't even move a toothbrush in seven days, mm-hmm. like come on. So they got. So- I'm just so wondering, like, ooh, but it, we'll keep it for predictions. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah. So that's uh, like I said. Finally, the um, they kind of end the episode with. Uh, well, we see Jessica and Angela kind of reconcile a little bit. Then the last uh, part is really uh, we see Carrie. In the bar, like that last Ooh, scene. Well, hold it up a second. Let's not miss how Bobby, you know, the mayor is with Stephanie oh. in the kitchen having their discussion. I mean, that was definitely a twist because this man all of a sudden has a 
halo over his head. I was like, who is this man? This is not the same man that I've been watching for two episodes. What's up with this guy? I mean, I'm very happy that he is now, he's like, you're my wife, and that's why I'm going with you. I was like, okay. Right. He kind of draws you in there. You're like, yeah, that's right. But then you're just like, wait a minute. Last two episodes, you were trying to get it in with, uh, you know, Carrie over here. It was Carrie, Carrie, Carrie. So I think that's very, um, he's having, he's feeling guilty. I'll tell you that much. And good for him. I'm glad you're feeling guilty. (laughs) Be with your wife. (laughs) I think think he definitely, like, for some reason I feel like... He's just able to compartmentalize everything. So I think he does have like a genuine part of him has a genuine love for his wife. And then there's the part that's just like, I just want to get out and get it in. And Carrie's right here. So, you know, I'm a powerful, I'm the mayor of Chicago. He loves his wife. I can tell just by that episode, but by that scene, he loves his wife. It's just unfortunate that she has a mess. It's a lot for him to carry. Maybe at the moment that was not as attract. It didn't attract him as much. And so here's, you know, Carrie is younger and beautiful. They're both beautiful. It's just Carrie could provide some other things for him that his wife at the moment was not able to. So mm. I am glad. Kudos for you, Mayor, <laughs> for sticking by your wife. There side. you go. There you have it. <laughs> Um, and then, like I said, to re- kind of wrap up yeah. the episode, we have yeah. the Carrie scene in the yes. bar, meeting up with the photographer again. Luke, ooh. So that might be something <laughs> blossomy, and then that'll be interesting. If I mean, depending if the the mayor goes away, you know, maybe if she starts dating Luke, yeah. and then all, maybe he starts coming around the office, and it's just like, oh, who's this guy? Like, you know, a little jealousy on <laughs> that end. This? So, and then the biggest thing was really that last 10 seconds or so that they showed the photographs on the wall and you just saw some hands messing around and it said like FBI office and it looks like they had photos of Jessica the mayor, Pat McGann all of them so you're like oh man they are already on to it they look like they're planning some big sting or something and like you said Jessica's involved Mm. so really it goes back to what we said like in the first episode like what does Pat McGann have on the mayor or what did they work on together where it's obviously something FBI That is, is slowly going to be mm, unveiling itself. Mm, and I think that's yeah. a major clue right there. Like, ooh, ooh the feds start getting involved. Oh this is no God. joke. <sighs> so, um... So, yeah, so it was a good episode, you guys. I, I know you guys probably enjoyed it out there. Uh, I know we certainly did. Yeah. Um, and like I said, the writers, they always leave us on that kind of cliff, cliff, you know, yeah. just like, oh, what the, like, how are you going to leave me like this? So, which is great. So, yeah. um, and if you guys have any predictions, please send us what you're thinking because we'll, we'll integrate that into our conversations. Absolutely. For yes. sure. So what I want to move into is our uh, is a special segment. Uh, actually, no. Before we no, get to the, uh, I'm sorry. This this before we get to the special segment, I want to do the top three segments. Um, again, top three quotable moments of the episode. So mm. um, for the, those of you out there, the the title kind of lends uh, what we're going to be talking about. It's just really the top um, the best quotes of the night, basically. You know, um, for me, I wrote down. This was in the beginning. Oh no, no, not the beginning. When uh, they were at uh, um, the union leaders meeting. Oh, the meeting. They came out. Jessica got assaulted. Nick took him out. She said, "You know, aren't you going to address like what just happened? Like, who is that guy? All this stuff." And Nick said, "Don't ask me to be that guy 
and then get outraged when I am. Those are my rules. I was yes. like, Woo, Nick, yes. okay, coming with it. The, and then he just kind of left her like there standing, you know, mm-hmm. and went over to the um, went over to the driver's side and was like, all right, we out like that. I was like, wow, Nick. But that was pretty cool. And he was like, don't ask me to be that guy and then get outraged when I am. Because I know even in real life, I've come across that with like friends or, you know, things like that yeah. where, you know, they – you talk about someone be like, oh man, this dude's all like rough, or you know, and then they, you know that, and then they act rough, and it's kind of like, well, you knew what you were getting into, like you know what kind of person I am, yeah. so don't be surprised <laughs> when it comes out, you know, type thing. So, yeah. um, so that's that was my one of my quotable uh, moment of the one of my favorite quotes of the night. What about one of yours? Ooh, I didn't write any down, but I'm trying to think right now. I I. Um I I really loved when I don't even really know much if there's like a quote for it, but I just at the ending when Carrie was at the bar with Luke mm-hmm. and Luke just really reveals his name and a little more about himself and she's just like she's in awe of him. Yeah. But there was still that thought like, oh, I'm thinking about the mayor. It's not even a quote or anything. No words out of Carrie's mouth. It's all on her, the way her action Her face was, was the quote. Her and face was the quote. Her the actions <laughs> were the quotes. No, that's all good. So, yeah, yeah, you guys send us in, like, what your favorite quotes of the night were. We're definitely interested. Because the, the, the writers, they definitely provide some. Every episode, I mean, they got some ones that just, like, either people digging at each other or you're just yeah. like, ooh, that was deep um, yeah. type situations. So... Um, now I want to move into our special segment, which is you're in contempt. <laughs> you're you will not contempt. be having any of it. I'm going to get me a real gavel too one day, I'm just, so I can, you know, we won't even Big need hat. the sound effect in there because I'm going right, to bang it right bang on this on table this right life. here. Um, so for you guys who don't know, the you're in contempt. Our special segment is uh, again we we talk about either a situation or person during the episode where you it just leaves you shaking your head like, uh-uh, like, no, no, I can't believe you said that. I can't believe you did this. You're in contempt, sir. You're in contempt, ma'am. So for me, my you're in contempt moment, um, it really was, I, I guess it was probably the, the McCann meeting with oh. Jessica. <laughs> And just really when he was like, uh, he was just when he was talking to, when he was talking to Jessica and saying like, yeah, so basically I'm going to need, uh, what's her name? Um, I'm going to need Betsy Sullivan as the seat chair. And it was just, you could kind of see, like, I feel like Jessica had like the head tilt, like, Mm -hmm. um, do you know what you're talking Like, (laughs) no, I'm not going to let you, you know, talk to me like this or get it down. So I I was definitely looking like, uh, uh, I know he didn't just say that, you know, to uh, just even if he had a smile on his face, I was like, she's not going. Oh for well, you that. see, you notice he always has a smile on his face. Well, so, McCann, you were in contempt tonight. I have a feeling <laughs> that's going to be a recurring, <laughs> recurring theme for you, sir. I think every episode he's in, I could probably just put him in contempt right now, going yes. forward. So. Pat, Pat, you're in contempt, right? <laughs> for sure. I think Betsy's in contempt. Mm. How dare she? think that she's actually doing good for the community when she is not. So guess what? You're in contempt, Betsy. Mm, Bang my gavel. That's right, <laughs> Betsy Sullivan. Go back to Hyde Park. Uh, all right. So again, like you guys, uh, send in your contempt moments. We'd love to hear who you thought was in, who yeah. you thought, or the situation that you thought should be in contempt for the night. Yes, indeed. Um, now we're going to move on to the news. Yes. For the uh, Ooh, we've got uh, Gina Torres's Instagram 
Ooh, got the special news Ooh, music segment. Uh, segment music, you know. Oh yeah, I know we're gonna see a picture of her Instagram in a sec. It's gonna pop right up there. I am Gina Torres. Ooh, she's got a whole bunch of followers. Go girl! And she's an actress, mom, and a foodie. May or may not have a problem with donuts. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. She loves her donuts, but she stays fit. Here we go. Then we have, um, she mentions in a picture how we're not pulling any punches this week on Pearson. And she does hashtag tough town, hashtag tough people, hashtag tough choices. Like, I love how she's talking about the episodes. And she mentions also, we've got a good one in store tonight, don't we? Like, she just keeps the keeps us fans anticipating like ooh what's happening and ooh what is she thinking so she also mentions truly one of my favorite moments and why because I can't tell you how many times it's happened to me during my life thank you hashtag Danielle Arkin for taking my idea and making it such a memorable moment that was when uh, Pearson and Jolie met up where they're supposed to check their bags and Yoli was speaking right. Spanish, and this she was, thought, was this, this was the last episode. It right? was, okay, but it's gotcha. brilliant how like Pearson on her Instagram will talk about, like she'll now talk about like, tomorrow and the next day and the next day about mm. this episode. You go, so Gina. it's really yeah, it's really amazing. I love it, and yeah, and to to top it off, oh yeah, she's she has a hot shot there with her being. Real badass with uh, the mayor tonight on Pearson. Right. <laughs> and the next picture is, uh, it's coming up. The Hating Game. Pearson and Suits star Gina Torres joins Lucy Hale, uh, Hale and Robbie Amell in rom-com. We are looking forward to that. More of Gina and the rest of the cast members uh, when I find out some more scoop. There we go. Right here. At After Buzz. There we go. We will keep you abreast of all things Pearson. <laughs> That's what we do here. That's what we do. So now I want to move into uh, into predictions. Your After Buzz TV Ooh. predictions. Oh, boy. We, well, like I said, based on that final scene uh, with the FBI, don't know if it's going to be... Uh, talked about maybe next week because they tend to seem to uh, the writers tend to looks like they drop little clues for you and then yeah. it's like hey we're gonna revisit this because we still haven't you know found out about our boy who got shot like that they showed the pictures of <laughs> they showed the FBI you know doing all this stuff um, uh-huh. so maybe those are connected I don't know uh, but I do feel that um, like I said Carrie going forward. The Carrie-Mayor uh, relationship, I, and this is for next episode, I think that could definitely take, mm. a, take a shift as she's kind of breaking out of his shadow. Well, I predict that definitely Carrie is going to come out of her shadow for sure without a fail. She's, she's done. Mm. That face told it all. Like, she's done with it. So that's my prediction for Carrie. Boom. Uh, Miss Pearson herself and her family are going to bond more. And I feel like maybe something might break it off a little bit again. But that's my prediction for that. And I don't really think that the mayor is going to go away. He really wants to. His heart is there. 
But I just don't think he's going to do it. Mm, just don't think he's going to mm. do it. Well, no. we will have to tune in next week. Same bat time, same bat channel. We will be here. <laughs> so we hope you guys join us. It's been a fantastic week. Where can they find you on social media? Yes, you can find me at Jackie Nova 7 across the board. And you can find me at oxfilms.us. My movie, Art of Deception, a Richard Ryan film, will be coming out this fall to uh, DVD. VODs, all kinds of good stuff. Stay tuned for that. I'll tell you all about it. It's going to be awesome. And I do Bring the Funny on Tuesdays at 9 o'clock at night here at After Buzz. And I do Jet at 4 o'clock. And we're going to have an amazing guest. Oh, Gentry White will be there. So check it out. Woo! She's got a lot going on. Hey, it's your boy, <laughs> Tanir Williams. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Tanir W. That's at T-E-N-E-R-E-W. Um, you guys have a fantastic week. Thanks for stopping by. We're going to have a, a lot of fun next week with Pearson. So you guys have a fantastic week. All right? Take care. Al. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first. We're the biggest in the world. And we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.